Welcome to Clean Eve Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Jung. I'm a health promoter, meaning I promote all things health. After being chronically ill for seven years, told I would no longer walk, born with a genetic nerve condition, had chronic Lyme and Hashimoto's disease, I know what it's like to be sick, and I know what it's like to not have answers. I tried dozens of doctors and dozens of treatments, but in the end, I was able to heal myself naturally. And this podcast is to let you know that your body can heal. Welcome back to episode 15. Today, we're going to talk about the power of meditation. So for those of you who don't know what meditation is, it's really just some techniques that really encourage your heightened state of awareness and focused attention. And it's through breathing. (laughs) So as simple as that. I got involved in meditation about three years ago. And it was after just overcoming my chronic illness of seven long years that I really wanted to learn more about meditation because I did go see a doctor during that whole seven years of sickness that told me that he really felt like I should try meditation. And the reason why was that all the top hospitals were now having meditation classes for cancer patients or patients with um, a lot of chronic pain. And at that time, I had very high levels of chronic pain. And he said that he was just in awe of the results he was getting with his patients and just the tolerance of pain was so much better with his patients and that they were left with lower stress levels. The number one reason why people like to try meditation is to really reduce stress because oftentimes we are thinking about that stressful situation we have to deal with or the bills we have to pay or a lost loved one or some sort of issue that is unresolved, which can increase a hormone called cortisol. And this can be harmful to your body and also release you know, chemicals in your body that can cause inflammation. And the beautiful thing about meditation that it can really help with those cortisol levels. In an eight-week study, they did a meditation style called mindfulness meditation. And they found at the end of the study that it did reduce the inflammation response caused by stress. And I must testify, you guys, this is very true of the type of meditation called mindfulness meditation. Now, mindfulness meditation is what I was taught. I had just recovered from seven long years of chronic illness. I felt like I just got my life back and I just wanted to really reflect inside. And so I signed up for a meditation course and it was six weeks long and my teacher was a beautiful older woman who had been doing meditation 
for decades. <laughs> so I had a really good teacher and it was 45 minutes long. <laughs> now, when I look back on that, I realize that's a really long meditation for your first time. And if you've never meditated before, or if you've never prayed that long, you know, this might be a stretch. But since I'm a Christian, and I've been a Christian for, oh my goodness, too long to count, <laughs> a long time, I've pretty much been, you know, really used to having a quiet time where I would listen and reflect and pray to God, which is another form, you could say a meditation. Uh, there's, you know, religious spiritual meditation. And that's more of, you know, looking at a scripture and repeating it. And that's more of what I was used to. And this type of meditation is just simply, honestly, you're just listening to your breath. And I can actually show you. <laughs> so it would be, you would come in the room, we would sit down comfortably, you could sit any way you like, because you want to be comfortable. And we'd all close our eyes. And you would take one deep cleansing breath like this. And then you would simply just listen to your breath. That is all you do. So when a thought would come to your mind, you would go right back to just listening to your breath. So maybe you're thinking, am I doing this right? Nope, go right back to listening to your breath. Or you might think, oh, I'm not very comfortable in this chair. Well, you could adjust yourself and then you could go right back listening to your breath. And you want to allow your breath to go all the way to your stomach. And you would just keep on doing this for as long as, you know, you want to meditate. And mine was for 45 minutes. So after a while, you get used to interrupting your thoughts and just going right back to your breath. And it's just a state of peace because you're not trying to figure out what you're going to have for dinner or how am I going to resolve this issue that I'm having? How am I going to pay that bill? Nope, you're going to go right back listening to your breath or that pain in your back. Nope, you don't want to give that attention or that deep sadness and loneliness that you feel. No, go right back to just listening to your breath. So it's a calming state to just have to listen to your breath. And when you are finished with that meditation, you leave with a complete peace and calm. So I remember I took a video of myself. I wanted to see what I looked like before my meditation class. And then I took a video after my meditation class. And it was so clear that I look so much more at peace 
after the meditation. And I actually look younger. (laughs) It's like all my muscles in my face just relaxed because you are telling the body it's okay. Your breath is telling your body that everything is all right and that it doesn't have to breathe quickly. You know, when you're stressed, you may not, well, actually probably don't recognize, but you might breathe really fast. You know, have you ever heard about, you know, the rabbits, you know, that breathe under stress, they breathe really fast because they're stressed out. Well, that's, that's a lot of times I think what a lot of us are walking around with. We're just breathing really quickly and we're not really even breathing properly lower, you know, toward our stomach. And if you can practice meditation, you know, do it in the morning for, you know, start out with maybe like 10 minutes or even five minutes, you will find that you can handle situations that are stressful a lot easier. Because I remember I would have my meditation. I'd go home. I'd be calm all day. And they call it mindfulness meditation. So you're really learning to live in the moment. Like right now, you are listening to this podcast. You might be sitting in a chair. You might be driving a car. You might be working out. You might be cleaning the dishes. But for you to live in that very moment, maybe you're gripping the wheel with your hands recognizing where you're at in that moment is really being mindful of where you're at versus constantly looking at a screen, imagining that you're, you know, in Hawaii with that influencer or you're in some movie or you're thinking of the future or maybe you're thinking of the past and how horrible something happened or trauma happened. It's really allowing you to live in the moment right now, which as a Christian is completely biblical because we're not supposed to live in the future and think about the future in a stressful way, like worry about the future or hold on to the past. We're supposed to live in the moment. You know, even scripture, you know, the Bible that I read, that I live by says, God gives us our daily bread. So it's like right now is what matters. And then it also says in scripture, be still and know that I'm God. Well, as a Christian, how can I be still and know that he's God if I'm always doing something? Or when I am resting, I'm looking at social media And I'm filling my mind with somewhere else, an imagination of something better than what I have in that moment. And that's why I love meditation. And that's why a lot of people are using meditation to manage stress, which is helping their immune system. It lowers anxiety, the studies are saying. It lowers your depression. And It really allows a higher level of what they call the alpha wave, which makes you happier. And who wants to be happier? I think we all want to be happier, right? (laughs) So meditation is a great way of managing that stress so you can live in the moment and not live in your future 
and not hold on to the past. So you can just live in the moment now. Because think of all the things that you could do so much better if you're really living in the moment. So after doing those meditations in the afternoon, my kids would come home from school and they were pretty young. And this was the age where (laughs) they would do things that would just be like, what? I mean, if you have kids, you understand. You're like, what are you doing? Like it could be something completely dangerous or really annoying (laughs) or um, they would fight. And instead of maybe me wanting to correct them in a harsh way and snap at them and say, don't do that, I was so calm. I thought, wow, I'm finally the mom I want to be because we are human. And if you have kids, you know, especially if they're younger, they're going to do some crazy stuff. I call them aliens from another planet, especially when they're that age because they haven't lived here before and they're doing some stuff that they don't know that's dangerous. And, and sometimes I would, you know, I would catch myself being too harsh on them or snapping at them saying, don't do that, you know, or yell at them. And after meditation, I felt like, wow, I'm finally like calm and able to control my emotion and really listen to my child and direct them in a, in a way that is loving and helpful to them and to me. So I noticed that I was a better parent because of meditation, <laughs> which God knows. With parenting, if you ever get kids and you don't have any, meditation is the way to go if you want to be a good parent. It really does help you. It, it helps you to not just react on your emotions, but reflect on what is happening and what needs to happen, like what you need to say. So it's really good at, you know, let's say you had a speech or somewhere you had to speak, you know, publicly. Meditation is just fantastic because you're able to really focus on the goal. It's going to make you think more clearly versus being you know, mixed up with your emotion. Because when you are training yourself to only listen to your breath, that means you're not going to listen to that voice of, oh, you're stressed out, you know, or man, look at all these people that are looking at you. You're going to think, oh no, just I am calm, I'm relaxed, and I'm I'm at peace. And you can think if you do that every single day, it's going to add up and it just builds on itself. So after the six weeks of meditation that I took, I took it again and again, and I think I did it for almost two years. I I was, I was hooked. I I didn't want to stop. And um, doing it in a group was really great. And I must say doing it at home is great too. It's just completely different ways of doing it. Now, if you can't find a place that, you know, has someone that will teach you meditation, you have all sorts of apps that do it now. I know, for example, um, the Peloton app, believe it or not, has some good meditation classes that you can take and you can pick, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. Maybe you have a long time, you could do 30 minutes. They have them, you know, where you can do meditation before bedtime. They even like to label them, you know, meditation for gratitude, meditation for 
you know, um, peace. So there's different types of meditations. And the one that I was sharing with you today is called mindfulness meditation. Now, once I really got a handle on mindfulness meditation, I couldn't but help mix in my faith with God. And, and that's because anytime you are so quiet and still and you have faith in a creator and a God that made you and I've been trained to listen to God and to read the Bible, read scripture, reflect, and I have a relationship with him, you're going to find yourself, if you are a person of faith, to lean into that spiritual meditation. So I ended up um, actually finding my own type of, I guess you could say, way of meditating that was greater than mindfulness could ever be. And that is, like I said, because of my faith in God. So I believe that if I have an issue or a problem, I have a God that loves me, that wants to take that problem from me. So for me, I began to visualize Christ, the one who could take my problems. And I would literally give it to him. And this actually started during my mindfulness meditation when I was with this group of women. And these are women of maybe no faith, or maybe they do have faith in God. I don't know, because that is not why we were there. And that is not what we discussed. We were there for mindfulness meditation, which is just simply listening to your breath. But because I am a woman of faith, I couldn't help but see God when I was that quiet. I couldn't help but have such a spiritual, I guess you could say, awakenings. Um, I would pray, <laughs> and I know you're just supposed to listen to your breath, but I couldn't help but catch myself praying because you will have things in your head that would pop up that would be stressful that you didn't realize that were causing you the anxiety. And since I'm a woman of faith, I automatically know that God cares about all my anxieties because of what scripture says. It says in Proverbs, he will perfect whatever concerns me. So I automatically was like, oh, I'll go ahead and give that to Jesus. So yes, I would go back to listening to my breath. But while I'm at it, why don't I give it to Jesus so it doesn't pop up back in my head again? Because with mindfulness meditation, you might have that same thought pop up 30, 20, whoever knows many times in your head, you're still fighting that emotion. It could be fear. It could be anger. Who knows what it is? But I wanted to be finished with it. And remember, if you've learned about this podcast, you know I like to get to the root cause. I don't want medication to cover up a sickness, right? Same thing with my soul. I don't want meditation just to be something that just covers up. Okay, I'm going back to my breath. I'm going back to my bread, but I still have the problem. So for me, I like solutions. So I want to heal it completely and to stop it altogether. 
So that's my personality. And, and if you listen to enough of my podcast, you know, I don't want to cover up an issue. I want to heal it completely, whether it be body or soul. So when I'm in meditation and I am breathing, typically mindful of meditation, when you have that anger, let's say it was anger and it came up again, you're taught, okay, don't judge yourself. Just go right back to your breath. But because I know what scripture says and I know who my God is and I know that he loves me, I'm going to give it to him. So this is what I would do. Let's say I was really stressed out and there's an unresolved issue and it keeps on popping up during that meditation. So I'm going to, I'm going to breathe. I'm listening to my breath and then guess what happens? It pops up again in my head. I'm going to say, no, listen to your breath crystal. So I'm going to go right back. Listen to my breath. Well, after 20 times, I don't want to do that anymore. So instead, I visualize Jesus, the one who took my problems at the cross. And if you want to learn more about who he is and knowing God, listen to my episode on the power of knowing God. But I see Christ as the one who will take my problems, right? And he will resolve them. So I visualize Christ and I visualize the problem. And the problem is what I breathe out. So I want to breathe in his love because I know he loves me. So this is what I did. I would breathe in the love of Jesus. And that problem, I would visualize breathing and giving it to him. And then I was done. Now, I'm not going to say this was like, bam, that one breath of me visualizing, giving it to Jesus, and it was just gone. (laughs) No, it still took me some time to do that. But to me, I had faith in someone that could actually do something with that problem versus a mindfulness meditation it's just ignored, kind of like a medic, yeah, medication, you know, or the ibuprofen is going to cover up the pain, right? You're just trained to deal with it and not judge it, right? But I want to give it to the person that can actually change the problem. He can resolve the problem. He can change my perspective, I might, you know, so it's a form of prayer, really. You know, after that, he might change my perspective on how I'm seeing that problem. He might resolve the problem completely. He might make me stronger in character and love and compassion because of the problem. There's so much goodness that could come from it. So for me, this is what I began doing. And that's when you really can't call it mindful meditation anymore. It's really spiritual meditation. And this practice changed my life. It was, I I felt more spiritually connected to Christ than ever before because I wasn't holding on to these issues and these problems and, you know, meditating and just trying to just forget about it. You know, just don't judge the problem. Just, you know, mine was like, don't just judge the problem, but give it to Jesus. And to me, giving it to someone that can actually do something about it 
is so powerful and it will change your life, radically change your life. So not only can it change your life spiritually, it can help you with your memory, your processing, your emotion regulation, your learning. The benefits go on and on and on. And look for an app like the Peloton app, or I know there's all sorts of apps with meditation that can just really help you learn how to do it. But if you can find a local group in your town, sometimes um, acupuncturists will have groups, you know, at their place or just look around, go to your local natural health food store, ask them if they know anyone who's teaching meditation. I would start with mindfulness meditation. I really think it is probably uh, one of the best forms of meditation because it's just allowing you to really live in the moment. And if we all just lived in the moment, I think we'd all be a lot happier. Thanks for listening today. I am honored that you are my guest and I hope you walk away encouraged. You can subscribe to this podcast. Please leave a good review if you'd like. Share it with a friend that needs encouragement. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Clean Eve. And please be encouraged to know that your body can heal. The information on this podcast is not medical advice. Please do not make any changes to your health or stop any medication without talking to a medical professional first.